Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the next edition of Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Don Mazzella is going to join us here in just a few moments. But uh, we also are going to be joined by a libertarian candidate who is running for the uh, Kansas House. And uh, we will get him on the phone here in just a second. Mr. David Loomis is going to join us. And there's David. How are you, sir? It's James Lowe from iHeartRadio calling you for your radio interview. How are you, sir? Uh, I've been better, but I've been worse, so I'm not complaining. I'm going through your wine anyway. That is awesome. That is awesome. We are going to uh, connect our co-host Don Mazzella with this here in just a few seconds. By the way, get a hold of us on iHeartRadio. Uh, download the iHeartRadio app today. Also, uh, find us on Talk America live each and every weekend on talk america live and uh go to the website jiggyjaguar.com for more information as well and uh we are gonna connect our uh, good friend from sb digest mr don mazella with us here in just a few seconds and uh while we do that go over and download the iHeartRadio app listen to millions of great radio stations great content from around the country on the iHeartRadio app. And uh, David, uh, welcome to the program. Why, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Now, uh, why did you decide that uh, you wanted to run for public office? Talk to us a little well, bit about that. It's a, it, it's a matter of duty, okay? I, I really, oh my God, uh, I, I'm really quite the cynic in a lot of ways. I don't I think the political situation has gone so far, it's almost beyond retrieval at this point. It's it's ridiculous. Um, who in public office? I don't know. First of all, I don't think that people are, are very competent to run their own affairs, much less somebody else's. So um, yeah. right now we have a lot of people in government who are... Who are you know, trying to make their, their legacy, you know, and it's about ego, you know, oh, look at this great bill. Well, you know, we have way too many bills. We have way too much control. We have way, yes. too, uh, oh my yes. God, in, insane ideas of, of utopia going on around here. And, uh, I mean, 25% of the, uh, uh, of the world's prison population is in the United States of America. I mean, that's outrageous. Okay. The last bastion of, of freedom is no more. <laughs> yes, yes. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, I just got to stand and, and say my piece and do what I can. I, I don't, um, uh, people don't want to know the truth. I mean, that's the bottom line. Most of us don't want to know the truth, and, and most certainly politicians don't. So, well, we've yeah, got you know, those uh, in power don't. We've got a great guest with us today here on our program. David Loomis joins us, Kansas House of Representatives, District 91. He is running as a uh, libertarian, and we've uh, got our co-host Don Mazzella with us. Don, can you hear me, my friend? I don't know if Don can hear us. 
I see him on Skype. Can so, you hear? There Can we hear are. I've got you. I've got you. Now, um, <laughs> uh, do you have any questions here for David? Because uh, we're, we're having our first libertarian candidate on the uh, broadcast here, running running for uh, running for office. Uh, Don, uh, you're well, you're I, our journalist, so I I, I know you're going to be tough on him, but I know you're going to be fair. Well, I, I try to be fair because that's what a journalist should be. But the, but anyway, I guess my first question, what is the libertarian, um, uh, what, essentially, how do you differ from the Republicans and the uh, Democrats? Um, uh, it, it's, a, it's a term, but uh, and it's a label, but I'd like to know how you view it. Well, to make a uh, long story short, uh, we are essentially... Um, socially liberal and and fiscally conservative. That's the better we believe in in um, you know people having the rights that were God given without everybody assaulting everyone else's rights. You know the purpose of government is to protect me from you, not to protect me from me. Um, and we don't believe that government should be um, supporting the entire population, or especially the the corporations, or uh, themselves, <laughs> which is a real issue right now. Well, uh, in what way? Oh well, I mean, come on, look at Congress. I mean, good God, they spent nineteen trillion dollars in debt. You got to be kidding me! Uh, you know, this is it's a microcosm here in Kansas, but uh, and there, we're not nearly as bad in Kansas. You know, we have trouble balancing our budget, but even then, um, this $19 trillion debt is, is our end. It's just a matter of time before our, our economy collapses, and then, uh, you know, we're going to be Greece overnight. And, and, and not only that, but the whole world is going to go into a, <laughs> a violent um, depression and economic upheaval. Um, that's what I perceive. Okay, um, um, you're you're running um, uh, uh, in in in, uh, in Nebraska. Um, no, no, he's, Kansas. No, he's, he's Kansas. running. He's running in sorry, Kansas. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, um, I don't want to confuse the two. Here, here in New York, we sometimes think there's nothing between a New York, a New York and Los Angeles, but uh, empty space. But that's uh, I've noticed that. that. Uh, that's a, um, I, I don't believe it because I happen to love this uh, 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 this country. But I, I guess my question is, how would you go about changing some of these things um, that you, you feel? And by the way, uh, you won't get much of an argument from Jiggy or me on, on the point. But how will you change it? Um, <laughs> I can't. Uh, nobody can. Um, nothing short of... of Human awareness is going to do that, and right now we're we're fighting a losing battle. Um, you know, I've 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 long known since I was a kid that that the public schools are are a very dangerous <laughs> system. Um, whoever takes control of them gets to indoctrinate uh, basically the, the the population with with their idea of utopia, and uh, you know that has swung from one side to the other, and and you know. <laughs> My issue is that we should be teaching children how to think, not what to think. And I don't think we adequately do that today. I um, agree with you more. It, you know, and, and I really, I have a problem with forced public school to begin with. If somebody really completely, absolutely is not motivated to learn, 
then why are we wasting dollars trying to get them to send them to vote college or, or vote schools? And I mean, Germany has a program kind of like that. You know, at a certain point, you you know, they determine who's classically inclined, and you know, who's going to be a, a a toilet washer. And and you know, I got I got eighteen years of military. I washed a lot of toilets. I'm not denigrating here. It's just you know. Some people do certain things and uh, are more fit to do certain things. And, uh, you know, I don't think our schools take any of that into account. I think our our, our people everywhere are, are just so lost in, in these extremes. It just And, of course, you know, we all want to rule the world. You know, if I ran the world, you know, I was a computer scientist, you know, so if I ran the world, oh, my God, it would be logical. You probably wouldn't have a lot of play, but it would be logical, you know. If a painter ruled the world, I mean, it would be beautiful. <laughs> Me and I get much done, but it would be beautiful, and so on and so forth. And um, you know, we all want to rule the world, and so we end up with a situation where, when I go to vote, I have a choice between gay marriage and abortion ban, and I'm neither gay nor am I pregnant. So you know, neither one of those are really any of my business from where I come from. But you know, that's what I have to. Do. And, and no choice I have is going to stop this 19 trillion dollar debt. <laughs> None. No, you, you, you've got a, a, a point there, whether they're Democrat or Republican. But uh, before, before we get off the school issue, I mean, uh, shop is no longer taught in most schools. Um, uh, home ec is not taught. Uh, mm-hmm. These are the type of things that you feel uh, should still be in the curriculum? Um, well... No, let's go talking about the school in all eternity here. You know, back in the old days, you know, I mean, really old days, only the rich really were afford, afforded school. And, and they taught a core curriculum, but they also taught to the, the, the person's interest. You know, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous for me um, to go trying to do art. Okay, I am not artistically inclined. Every time I try to draw a cow, it comes out like a horse, and a horse comes out like a, a dog. And I mean, it's just horrible. You know, it's just horrible. So I, I don't pay much attention to that. But I love logic. I love working with computers and communications. I've done things that nobody else could do. Um, that's, that's my bailiwick. Okay? So why not give me a basic education and, and like mathematics and the sciences and all that sort of thing. And, and then just to have me go headlong into my, my love, the love of my life. That's what we need to be guiding our, our kids into is what can you do? Um, right now we're up. Oh my God. We're, we're trying to punch out robots from, from schools, from everything in society. We're trying to, we're trying to find this perfect way for human beings to live. And you know what? There is no perfect way. We're all grossly different, and we all need to be able to, to choose our own path and be responsible for that path. Um, one of our biggest problems that I see is that we're spoiled. We become lazy, spoiled, selfish, shallow, narrow-minded, short-sighted jerks who run around searching for you know a ribeye steak, a, a porn site, and a pedicure. You know, it just that's ridiculous. We have no substance anymore. And uh, having lived in a couple of other countries, I can say that with, <laughs> with uh, not complete authority, but some. Um, we just don't have the substance we used to have uh, as a country. And, um, you know, we're bickering about all these little things. We have, we, we seem to have lost our national identity, and I don't think that's accidental. I think, um, um, you know, every time I start looking at, at <laughs> what the um, 
communists wanted to accomplish when I was a child, I, I realized they've done about 90% of it already. And uh, uh, socialism to me is, is, is insane. It's just, it has never worked and never will work. I mean, there are some aspects of it that may be valid. Uh, you know, somebody who's crippled or simply can't take care of themselves, you know, needs to be cared for. Um, the extent of that and who will do it is a whole other story. But, I mean, there are a lot of very complex issues. My whole deal with me, though, I'm, I'm looking at the issues that have directly affected me. Um, and, that I, you know, you have to separate what you're going to go after. I mean, you, you know, I, I sure, I'm not sure I can fix anything, much less the whole world. Um, I just have ideas. And, and my ideas are basically about judicial reform. Um, and, and reduction of government period. And, uh, you know, I have some ideas that I think will work for those two subjects. Well, but um, We would love to hear those. Uh, uh, you know, you're speaking to the choir here, and a lot of the things you said just said uh, there are absolutely no argument on my side. So uh, but mm-hmm. what are the changes you'd want in the judiciary uh, outside of all of the, uh, the best judges money can buy? But that's another story. But uh, anyway, what, what would you change? Well, first we have to look at what the problem is. You know, a lot of the people who have, who have been in, uh, or who are now in the legislature, make these laws according to their value system, which, um, you know, many of them grew up well and, and taken care of. And some of them certainly pulled themselves up by the bootstraps, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but generally speaking, yeah, I've been all the way down and fairly well up, okay? So you know, I've had a range of experiences. <laughs> um, I know how the, how the, you know, the low-class drug areas uh, think and do and what they will respond to, as well as what the quote-unquote rich and famous. Um, and there's a, a drastic differentiation between what you get in the legal industry uh, being in those two places. But nonetheless, um, you know, it's like when they decide, well, we're going to be hard on crime, they do it the wrong way, okay? They'll take somebody who's done a couple of two or three little stupid things and, and completely destroyed their lives, okay? <laughs> My philosophy is, you know, how much damage was really done. And if there wasn't much, you know, stick the guy. I mean, like, you know, good God, jaywalking, you know? I mean, throw the guy in there for 30 days, you know, and then if he doesn't learn, you know, throw him in for 60 days. You don't put him in for 21 years for jaywalking, you know? And there are a lot of things that are, quote-unquote, politically correct, which are now... Uh, oh my God! They destroy you. I mean, you know, look at the, the the cake maker who who didn't want to bake a cake for for um, uh, some gay people. I mean, it's like, you know, isn't that really petty? Um, you know, and there's a lot of liberal. Oh my God! You you know you're thinking it. No, it's petty. Okay, I can go into the things that I, you know, had to take it at, at the the hands of society at large in my life and and dictate precisely how petty it is. And I'm not looking for. For sympathy or anything, you can find that in the dictionary between, well, I'm not going to say that, that those are not good words for radio, but anyway, <laughs> um, well, we have we to like, get them into some like kind of perspective. Right. Well, uh, that's great, but we like what you're saying, I mean, uh, you're fairly articulate on it, so if I hear you correctly, what you're saying, well, uh, let's identify the, the major things, not the minor things that seem to be... Uh, 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 okay, the first one, and this one is going to take almost a complete. I don't know how to go about this. Okay, I, I'm I'm fairly smart. Okay, but <laughs> I'm not nearly smart enough to figure this one out. The first thing we have to do is is make an all out effort 
I don't care what we have to do, think tanks, uh, commissions, whatever. We must ascertain some means of getting truth into a courtroom and justice out of it. Our present paradigm is about, what, 5,000 years old, Socrates, Plato, adversarial situation. I mean, you know, here, every other industry around us has grown in leaps and bounds. I mean, look at what medicine has accomplished just in the last 20 years. Okay? But here's the legal industry still using the 5,000-year-old adversarial process paradigm. It doesn't work. And when you start to attack it in, in a reasonable way, they'll do a little tap dance and do a nice litigious argument to say, you know, it's like polygraph tests, okay? Well, sure, they're not 100%, but they're a heck of a sight better than just sitting there with the best liar winning, okay? <laughs> um, I think everybody who gets up in a witness line ought to be attached to one of those. And every juror should get a, a quick rundown on, on what it means and, um, and sit there and watch the needle, okay? Sure, there's some people that will fool a judge, but most of them are uh, fool a jury, but most of them will not. Okay, the only ones that pass that are like really sociopaths, okay? <laughs> or people who practice for three years, but, um, I mean, that's just an option. You know, I'm not saying we, we ought, I yeah, must do that. I'm just, that's an option that will assist in getting truth into it. Second thing, um, is justice out. Um, my God. And that's a difficult uh, task as well. One of the first things we need to do is start lessening a lot of the penalties on, on supposed crimes that are, are essentially victimless, you know. And, and, you know, just keep, you know, if a guy goes out and says, I'm going to beat your butt, you know, put him in jail for 30 days. If he goes out and tells somebody, I'm going to beat your butt, put him in for 60 days, okay. Now, if he hits somebody, well, put him in for six months, okay. Does it again. Put him in for a year, okay? You just you just keep saying, buddy, you know, you're going to keep doing this. You know, it's kind of like a kid in timeout. You cannot make a child do what you want him to do. You just put him in timeout and say, okay, and when you quit liking, or you quit liking timeout, then, you know, change your behavior and you won't go in there anymore. But, um, what, do you, well, you, but what do you do with, with someone uh, that uh, beats up on, on someone? Do you, do you pat him on the back and say, don't do it again? You must well, have no. punishment for it. Yeah, absolutely, but within reason, okay? It depends on what he did. You know, if somebody beats somebody half to death, you know, put the sucker in for 10 years, sure, but, you know, somebody hit somebody once in a, in a fit of rage, you know, yeah, he's a jerk, he's a butt, he ought to be punished, okay? But, you know, five years, 10 years, you know, especially if it was just a little ballroom squabble or some crap, we don't have perspective over all this. They have this, a certain specific legal definition of this is that and that's that, and, and bam, you know, we're putting people away for, you know, years and years and years for stuff that's really um, just stupid, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, as an example, I've, yeah. I've been in a 12-step program for a long time, and a lot of people do, do really stupid on drunk, you know, on drunken drugs. And, um, you know, there's a difference in a lot of cases between just stupid, and, and I'm not saying that, that you should get a free pass, you know, because you were drunk or, or whatever, okay? I'm just saying that it mitigates. It may, you know, the guy probably wouldn't have done that if he were sober or whatever, okay? So, yeah, maybe he needs treatment, whatever, okay? But what do you... You just keep you increasing the penalties as, if he keeps in, in, in doing the same action, okay? But right now, I think our penalties are ridiculous. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's talk about that. If you le- if you let a drunken driver off the first or the second time, eventually he he or she is going to kill somebody. I mean, that's inevitable. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. So, so what are you saying? Saying how can you uh, mitigate uh, uh, in a, uh, bar fight? I'm I'm not a denizen of bars. I've been there, but uh, it's not something I enjoy. But some some of the um, when I was a reporter um, and an editor, uh, I remember on Saturday nights we used to get these inane calls about did uh, Babe Ruth hit sixty or or fifty nine home runs, and the <laughs> uh, you know and 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 then. Uh, uh, well, what we used to do is tell the f- first guy 60, and then he said, here, tell my friend, and we tell the other guy f- 59. And, and Just to get a good conversation started. Yeah. <laughs> uh, b- mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, um, you know, bar fights and, uh, 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 inve- uh, are really uh, ending up with uh, various uh, 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 fights, etc., that end up in uh, in court. I mean, um, I, I I don't know where you're going. I, I understand what you're saying, and you talk about victimless uh, crime. We're now saying that we should make marijuana uh, a uh, victimless, uh, a non. Yeah, absolutely. Do uh, you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And believe me, like I say, I'm, I've been in a in a twelve step program for a long long time okay but i just can't see making somebody turning stupid into criminal it just you know um if you want in fact i I think a lot of them ought to be legalized okay with a caveat okay you want to do coke go in your house we'll give you plenty of it pure clean okay go in your house and do that stuff until your heart blows up okay and and but if you ever decide you want to quit, then come talk to me and I'll get you out of it. You go in public, bam, you're in jail, buddy. I don't want your yes, but affected butt behind habit. the wheel of a car. And, hmm? But in order to feed that habit, you you, you need to go out and steal and, uh, it's, and prostitute yourself. You know, um, I understand what you're saying, but the result of that, I mean, uh, if you're in a 12-step program, then, then you probably know closer to me, but uh, having seen uh, the effects of um, oh, yeah. drugs on people, I mean, uh, it's pitiful. And Yeah, know, I submit to you, sir, that my observation has been the effects of jail on people and on society as a whole is almost as bad as the effects of the drugs, if not worse. If you take a half a parentage out of a kid's life, okay, and he's going to grow up messed up, okay? And if it's just because some idiot was smoking marijuana, that's a crime against nature, if you ask me. Let him screw himself up. You know, hopefully he will learn. And if not, at least his kid may watch him doing it, and he may learn. Okay. Uh, of course, it would help if we didn't if we didn't keep um, uh, punishing the the successful and aiding and abetting the the unsuccessful. I mean, you know, if you give rats all the feed they want, they'll grow until they take over. But yeah. You know, I I sit on the board of a non-profit medical marijuana board. So, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, my mother would kill me if uh, uh, I advocated um, recreational use. Um, mm-hmm. uh, 
I've seen the ravages in cities like Newark, where I grew up. I've seen uh, the effects on it, and I still can't uh, can't understand how you can say let's give them all all the drugs they want and let them uh, go off and do whatever they want. Because in the end, because you get rid of the criminal element and the the adverse side effects and to, to where the, the person has has nothing and no one to blame but themselves okay, oh, okay. and if they well, want to fall into right that trap knock themselves out the, the governor of our state 30 years ago when he um, uh, I live in New Jersey when he um, authorized the legal gambling in Atlantic City said um, uh, we are going to uh, kill illegal gambling forever. That was 30 years ago. No. You want to know something? No. We still have illegal gambling in New Jersey. If anything, it yeah. flourishes. Um, if you give... Um, uh, and by the way, I believe that what you, how you feel is very... Uh, um, you, you really feel this, and, and it's important. But uh, in my own... No, life, I've observed I, I've it. Seen, well, I'm sorry. I have observed it, and but in my own lifetime, I have seen the, the ravages. And no matter whatever you legalize something, it the effect uh, is not what the uh, was perceived, and it doesn't stamp it out. But uh, um, I, I hear what you're saying. I just uh, that's because you're looking at too small a picture, sir. Okay, if we hadn't made little wimps who don't no right from wrong who don't have any any gumption to go out and make something of themselves if we weren't giving meritless uh, self-esteem out you know for oh gee you made 15th place out of 15 people here have a medal <laughs> couldn't agree you with know, you we wouldn't that. have people who couldn't who had made such bad decisions now how is this going to happen are there going to be consequences of course I submit to you right now that the people who are making the laws are not capable of saying much beyond their nose. Maybe, as you're doing right now, oh, I've seen the ravages. No, you haven't seen them like I have, okay? I have helped hundreds of these people get out of that ditch, okay? I know what it does. And I also know absolutely what the legal industry does. And it does immense amount of damages, not only to them, but to us. We're the ones paying the taxes to keep these people in jail, okay? Myself, okay? I stood in court, in a court, it was domestic court, and I basically coolly, calmly, and collectively called them the corrupt, perverted, tyrannical child exporters. They truly are. And I spent two years of my time, of my life, in jail for the heinous crime of contempt of court. I've been with these people, okay? I know the abuses. I know what's really going on, clearly, from the bottom to the top. And I still don't know anything. See, that's the problem. The real problem is that we're stupid, okay? Humanity, well, let's start with selfish. We're selfish, and that's human nature, and it's the bane and the boon of our existence, okay? <laughs> but the other one is that we're all stupid, Okay? And notice I did not exclude myself from that category. We are all stupid. You know, our stupidity, you know, our, the smartest of us is nothing compared to the infinite wisdom of God as I understand him. 
Okay, <laughs> he is all. He is. <laughs> There's no way I can. My little pea brain can even get a, a whiff of that. Okay, and yet we all play gods in each other's lives when we can't even see. You know, five feet in front of our nose. Most people, my God, you you know, we take one. Okay, we're this. We're going to do this, and bam, that's going to happen. I mean, look at Trump and, and Harley Davidson. Perfect example. He could not see the effect that his his ruling was going to have. Um, you know, to to put these tariffs on all the foreign companies. He didn't anticipate because he couldn't see that part. It's been my experience throughout my life and other people's that if I have a problem and I quickly come up with a down and dirty, quick, easy solution. I probably don't really have the problem, and it's not a solution. It's an it's an attempt to to eradicate some symptom, and I better look deeper because true true answers are few and far between, and usually take a lot. Amen. Oh, you couldn't agree with you more on that one. Uh, yes. You know, uh, J- uh, Jiggy, you want to jump in? Uh, Yes, uh, you're running for, um, you're running for, let's, for assemblyman. You're 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 running for uh, Kansas House of Representatives, District ninety one. Uh, t- yeah. t- tell tell us about this this run in Kansas and and what you're doing, my friend. Well, I'm not doing much to be quite honest with you. I'm um, uh, just kind of getting my feet back in there. Well, I've run a couple of times before. In fact, I ran against Todd Teart for um, Congress, and uh, um, I don't know. I just kind of got disgusted with the entire political scenario and uh you know it took a lot of thinking time and i've, I've done a lot of thinking and uh you know, I've, I've sorted out a whole bunch of my priorities and and you know what i'm really doing and blah 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 um so you know eventually i decided well i better get my feet back in the water so this is basically what i'm doing here is basically a um you know um, a leap back into the ring uh but i don't expect to win this fight you know by any stretch of the imagination um this is kind of just getting a little more name recognition, and I think next time I run, I'll run for sure, uh, you know, with, with some intention of doing something. I still don't delude myself. Libertarians are not getting elected. Um, people uh, are so stuck on, oh, my God, I don't want this other guy getting in. Oh, my God, I, I can't allow abortion to happen, so who cares if they they throw $19 trillion in debt at us. I can't allow another baby to be aborted, so I'm going to go against those other guys. And uh, You know, that's the short-sighted, narrow-minded thinking that we seem to have. The easiest thing in the world to do is to get on a, a train track and take it to the end of the road, okay? Extremism is a piece of cake, okay? You grab a hold of something, you run for it, and you never look back. Just ignore anything <laughs> that's going to change your course, <laughs> um, you know, Gather all your lies and BS and, and, and shove it out there at anybody who tries to get you off that course. Okay. The hardest thing in the world to do is to stay in the middle. Between black and white, a computer can make 256,000 shades of gray. You know, what do you think it could do with how many shades could it make out of the complex scenarios of our lives? <laughs> More than we have the capacity to even consider. Okay, but nearly everything, nearly everything, is in one of those shades of gray, and mostly that in the middle. Balance is the most difficult thing for anyone to achieve, but it's the only position that is really 
of service to the people. And sometimes, and sometimes the best thing you can do is say, well, look, this is none of my business. I mean, I would love to get in. You got this going this way and that, go- but really I can't. There, there is no right way. There's, there's nothing I can do that will really make a difference. So why am I trying? The drug war is a perfect example of that. The drug war is causing more problems than it's, than it's getting rid of. And look at, you know, look at the, the unintended consequences. We pass a law to be able to, to seize the property of drug dealers, you know, that they don't deserve that for being drug dealers. Okay, I'll buy that. Okay. Now what are they doing? A guy shows up with $2,000 in his back pocket from God knows what, from, you know, a lot of these people that's, well, I just cashed in all my savings and blah, 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 I'm going to another thing. And bam, they confiscate this money. Okay. And say, oh, well, the dog smelled cocaine on it. Well, good God, it's hard to find a dollar bill these days that, that hadn't been in somebody's nose, you know. <laughs> yeah, and they take this money, and the guy, they don't have to prosecute him. They don't even have to prove he's guilty, okay. They can just take the money because it was it was suspected, and they do this with, with impunity. They never consider themselves to be the bad guy, okay. None of us ever do. Well, but you know, reigning over someone else's life is a bad guy. You're a fascinating speaker. You're a mesmerizing speaker. I, I congratulate you. Your uh, and your ideas are very, very good. Why? Thank you. I think. <laughs> no, I'm stupid. Okay. I'm stupid. You know, Einstein, no, no. Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein said the more he learned, the more he saw how little he knew. <laughs> the, admission of ignorance, the admission of ignorance is the first step towards learning. Uh, I've, I've that's always, uh, no, that's, that's the way. You know, um, we, we all feel, um, the reason I'm on Jiggy's program is always he brings guests. We all feel that uh, we all have to learn, and we all have to mm-hmm. uh, we're all trying to, however we feel about it, we're all trying to uh, uh, better our surrounding and better our lives. That to me, I will take issue with that, sir. I think a lot of people are just rightly so. Well, first of all, let's, let's talk about the people that get involved in government. Most, the great majority of people out there just want to live their lives, okay? Without somebody coming and telling them, you know, what's this and what's that, and, oh, God, you can't do this, and, uh, my God, yeah, protect me from you, okay? But don't protect me from me and my, my, and don't acquiesce to, to every little whine from a, a group that gets enough people to put you in office, Okay? It's ridiculous. It's well, if we've gotten to where we're, we're doing everything but what we ought to be doing. That's why hate crimes. Well, show me a crime that isn't hateful. Okay. Good God. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and we choose crimes, okay? When, when, when the lesbian couple, you know, said, Oh, my God, I was in such duress, and they didn't bake me a cake, and oh, my God, and let's destroy him, you know? Um, that's pretty hateful to me. You know, I yeah, you know, I get I run across stupid people all the time, you know. But I like, hey, God's got to do what He's got to do. I'm good God. I've driven I've driven in Germany, okay, for for three years, and American drivers are my God, they're atrocious. <laughs> they have no clue of what they're doing about ninety percent of the time, and there's some who really do. Um, 
oh my god, it, you know, but the, the great majority are, are just not competent to drive. In Germany, you have to pay $2,000 to be trained to get your license, period. And not everybody gets it. If a trainer trains somebody and says, okay, he's ready, and they go out and this person gets a license and they run out and, and kill about five people in, the lot, in, a, in a row, you know, this guy is likely to lose his license to, to train. So they make sure you can do what you, you're trying to do. As an example of that, I mean, I don't know when the last time you drove on the, on the interstate, but, you know, get, when you're traveling down the, the, the interstate or you're coming up an entrance ramp, good luck guessing what the, the other person is going to do. Good luck. Because it's a total crapshoot, okay? You know, is the guy on the on-ramp going to, you know, just back back away and get in behind me or is he going to his accelerator and, and try to get on or, you know, is he going to all button and boom, slam on his brakes? Who knows? You don't know. It's a complete crapshoot. In Germany, the person on the on-ramp has the right-of-way and you always know precisely what he's going to do. He's going to hit his accelerator and get up to speed and merge, period. You have to let him in. Works like a charm. Um, every once in a blue moon, somebody would get confused, and usually they had a U.S. tag on the back of their car. But typically, it, it was a piece of cake. There were no t the only four-way stop sign I saw in all of West Germany was was on the American Army base at Baumholder. They don't need four-way stop signs. They have yield signs and, and signs that show who's got the, uh, the right-of-way, and everybody just debates the darn things. <laughs> it's a piece of cake. But we're over here trying to, to make all these allowances for stupid. Now, that said, let's also discuss the corruption of government since the beginning of tires and oil, which has led to a scenario where we have extremely poor uh, public transportation. You have to, you know, yeah, we love our cars. You have to. Okay? <laughs> You're going to, to get around. So... Uh, you know, we we get, as I said, we, we rarely really look at the consequences. Everybody shoves their sick, twisted idea of utopia down everybody else's throat, and especially, you know, like corporations and all. I mean, good God, look at the cost of, of medical care is a 1,000% beyond what it should be, okay? If we didn't, if we weren't getting all these protections, you know, the AMA and the FDA and all this kind of stuff, People are still dying in droves, okay? So what did we really protect? Um, if the free market has been allowed or, or re-allowed to come in right now, yes, and people would die, okay? But the price of medical care would plummet like a rock. You wouldn't be sending everybody who gets cancer into bankruptcy. And, um, you know, you might even get some good advice. Really, I recently went on a ketogenic diet. And the reason I went on this diet was just I needed to lose a few pounds. You know, I, that's all I was looking for, just lose a few pounds, and I'd kind of hit a sticking point, you know. So I went on this ketogenic diet, and all of a sudden, my God, what a change it made in my perspective and my, oh, my God, I couldn't believe what happened, okay? I was I was telling somebody, my, my doctor in the VA about it. Um, I went in for an injury, and... Uh, he said, my God, you're eating all this fat? You're going to die. I mean, look, your cholesterol's high. I said, well, you know, just take a test and look. My cholesterol is normal for the first time in 25 years. My A1C is dropping like a rock. Uh, my God, even my 
allergies have improved, and that's not what I went went about doing. You know what I mean? I'm not. Yes, yes. Uh, well, uh, well, well, we've come up against the clock here, my friend. Before we let you go, uh, how do we get a hold of you online and uh, and uh, well, get more information? Right now, I'm about to uh, I'm about to uh, create a uh, a website where I can um, um, do. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.